Welcome back to Podcast Radio. I'm Andy. I'm Joe. And the question this week is, if money was no object, what is one horror-themed thing you would build or buy or create? So if you wanted to build, like, the Adams Family House, you could, or the Mystery Machine, you know? I was going to say either Adams Family or Beetlejuice. Oh, the Beetlejuice, like the house, the yeah. house they're in. Yeah, Some, yeah. something creepy like that. Would you live in it? No. <laughs> <laughs> Heck no. I know mine. You already know mine. I'd get a mystery machine. I'd have like Count's Customs make it, and I would drive it around. Yeah, but you'd live in it. Pretty much. Oh yeah. Like I'd probably take longer drives to work than home. Oh, of course. And it would fit. Oh yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, it would fit. I know what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> Man, would it fit. And I, and I would get you a dog. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you'd give me a great name. Yep. <laughs> I'd even pay for it and everything. Here it is, buddy. Vaccinated, neutered, and everything. Hey, oh, yeah, go. nice. Mm-hmm. And I'd walk around a little chihuahua, call it Scrappy with me. Oh, I hate Scrappy. I'd, I I'd curb stomp that thing. I'd oh. be dead. <laughs> it ruined the cartoon when i was a kid when i was young i i was like man that it just ruins it i hated when i would see that freaking little homunculus yeah. show up on the show i hated this catchphrase that puppy power uh -huh. yeah puppy was, power i'm like oh man just kill him let him die <laughs> let him be the bad guy let's put him away yeah <laughs> that's why i like the movie did you see yeah. the first movie yeah yeah well, he was a bad guy uh -huh. that was great because everybody hates him I loved uh, Scooby Dumb. Do you remember him? The yes. Yeah. Yeah. He made it fun too. See, so. that'd be my dog. Scooby Dumb. Scooby Dumb. Yeah. Yeah. I liked him. Well, this week on myths, did you find any myths that you thought were like stupid or unusual? Nothing unusual. I found the typical stuff that people always associate when you th when people say Halloween or decorations. The number one thing always pops up is going to be, you know, brooms, bats, vampires, witches, zombies. It's always the same thing that's always associated with it. And but from when we've talked a little bit about Halloween at the beginning of the month, we were discussing the origins of it, how all this came to be, but never how it just evolved into just anything scary or anything frightening becomes associated with Halloween. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, the murder, the stalker, the whatever, how it's associated. I mean, shoot, at that point, isn't anything apocalyptic kind of scary? I mean, combine you can combine so many things into the world of Halloween, yeah. and, it, and it'd be Halloweenish. So I don't know. It's hard to differentiate the two things to say, this is really a Halloween topic, or this is just scary stuff. Well, definitely, like, I always think of uh, razor blades and candy or apples. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, yeah. but you've never heard of anybody. I haven't ever heard of anybody, even in the news or anything. No, I went once as a kid, like I said before, to get the stuff x-rayed. Mm -hmm. And it was, but, I mean, I don't know how you'd fit that stuff in there. Yeah. I mean, now, I mean, what would they put in it now? What's the big drug? hurting everybody now fentanyl fentanyl yeah, yeah i could see them doing something like that to it but you but you wouldn't even be there to yeah enjoy your chaos no so i mean what would the point be they'd be out money 
yeah. just hurting people. Yeah, because mm-hmm. they want to sell that mess. Yeah. So as far as the myths, it was typically, you know, uh, I remember if you, if you bought for apples, that was a satanic ritual. Oh, and you're family mm-hmm, growing up mm-hmm. so what would the apple represent like uh, are you eve and you're taking a bite out of the forbidden fruit <laughs> i don't know that's good no i don't know I, and i have to say a lot of these things how i was raised i don't know we were just told you do this you do this and not this because of this now does any of those people um that taught you that are they still alive and they still believe that a lot of these things like like the apple and I don't know. I don't think they believe it. Everybody that I know from back then mm-hmm. doing their own thing. Even adults. Yeah, even adults. Yeah, they're like, they, even they realize it was dumb. Yeah, they oh. went, they just do their thing and you see them partaking in certain things mm-hmm. that back then was like, oh, we were all going to hell for doing or thinking about it. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I don't, I don't know. People that are still alive, I don't know of all of them, but a majority of them are just now celebrating and doing things. Yeah. Normally. Um, like they would have never thought one day I'll own a phone with an apple and with a bite taken out of it. Bopping for their iPhone. Yeah. yeah. No. It's like the forbidden fruit apple. That's why I go Android. Mm. <laughs> Cause that's demonic. Yeah. My my phone's demonic. <laughs> well, I found um, uh, some myths, and this is from a witch interview. They interviewed a witch, a practicing witch, and the witch said, "Myth number one: Ouija boards and seances are just fun games." Mm-hmm. I bet. So that's coming from the witch. So he was like, or she. A lot of people play the Ouija boards as an activity with friends as Halloween parties, or try to talk to the dead relatives during sleepovers. Seen as a spooky game that many think is driven by one sly friend pushing the indicator across the board to freak everyone out. He goes, but what many people don't know is this game is said to lead to lifelong haunting and effects from the spiritual world. And Bree, this is the witch, novices should not be trying to connect with other realms without experience. It can invite in entities that you may not be properly trained to protect yourself against. So I'm like, oh, you know, even a witch is saying it's not a toy. Right. Yeah. So um, number two myth the witch came up with, we wear costumes for fun. The tradition is seemingly rooted in something a little more practical. The practice may stem from ancient Celtic ritual uh, what was it? Salmon or salmon or whatever? Yeah, I'm not sure the pronunciation. But During yeah. which they would honor the harvest and welcome the darkness that falls on the winter. During the ritual, Celtic people believed that the line between the spirit world and mortal became blurred, so they wore costumes. So yes, it's a cute gag now, but this witch says at the time people believed their masks could protect them, protect them from serious haunting. And that's where all that started from. Yeah. If you look at that, uh, the origin of a lot of this stuff, it they wore the mask to ward off the evil spirits at night or whatnot. Yeah, so they could just meld in with all the spirits walking around, I guess, right? Yeah, blend in, scare them, whatever. But, mm-hmm. you know, in the Mexican culture, I'm not saying just Hispanics in general, but in Mexico, the uh, Halloween is called the Day of the Witch. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Dia de la Bruja. And what do they do 
on Day of the Witch. They don't like it. They don't sell. They don't. Oh, they don't, they don't go outside and run around and s- celebrate. Well, I'm sure some people do, but it's not looked upon as a uh, thing that's very popular because you got to remember, just a few days after, they have their big celebration. So it's not. They don't. Con- they don't merge the two. Mm. Huh. I didn't know that Day of the Witch. That'd be even creepier. So I guess there is dark things happening on that day with other people in Mexico that do celebrate it probably, right? Yeah, that whole time frame is very dark. Whether you're there to celebrate the passing of a loved one, as they put it, and mm-hmm. pay the homage to all that, it's very dark. But we'll get into that one oh, in, later. In, later on. But yeah, it's different. Did you see, speaking of witches, did you see who renounced their witchery ways? Uh-uh. Kat Von D. Oh, I didn't know she was a witch. Oh, yeah. Oh, what? T- tell me about that. I never even heard of that. I just knew that she had covered her body with tattoos and then at one time was, you know, wish she never did it. Yeah, she was, of course, you know, we all know her as the uh, celebrity or whatnot, the tattoo artist. But she started going into paganism, occultic kind of thing. And I'm not sure if her husband is or isn't. I don't know the whole story on that. But um, she released an Instagram video where she had basically come to Christ and renounced witchcraft and every, all that stuff there and parted ways with that, got baptized, and 100% on the other side pulled a 180. Oh, wow. When was this? Last, last week. Oh, man. Huh, I didn't know that. But she's still doing tattoos and all that stuff? I don't know. I know she has a band. I know she's a musician, has a band, and was doing her thing. But it, what I liked hearing about this was the conflict with the story. How people came up with their own opinion as to, is it real? Did she? What's the motive? What took so long? Why? 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 Both sides. Mm-hmm. It's, it just blew my mind. That, that's what captivate, captivated my attention to this is not the fact that she, you know, converted. Hey, I love that. That's great. That's not what I'm focused on. To me, I thought it was funny how people are just bashing it. Oh, really? Yeah. Sad. So she converted to Christianity, and then you have Christians or people that claiming to be Christians on a on the internet saying, oh, the it's it's not it's, real it's fake. it's fake publicity and, and then the witch side is mad that she left she's a target oh i'm sure they'll be mad about the fact that she's crossed over i guess into the right side but um i read on some of the comments some of the people were just kind of commenting opinions mm-hmm. but it was very uh ignorant of just uh you know there must be a reason <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And uh, they're just making all kinds of rude comments as to why, uh, why did she do it? Why now? What's the real scoop? What I mean, who? and her husband's a warlock, or I don't know that he's a warlock. I just knew he was involved in something in that. And capacity. then where? What state is that in? Oh, you got me. I, I want to say California, but I'm not 100 uh, percent sure. Yeah, that's probably. But it was it was pretty intense. I mean, because in the video she's she's got a few tattoos showing, but she's always pegged as that. Yeah. And no matter what she does that from this point on, she'll be pegged as that. Mm-hmm. Which is it fair? Uh, could it be used to her advantage as a testimony? Yeah. But you'll always have even like you said, the so called Christians who are gonna say, It's not real, it's not genuine is yours yeah at that point 
you know, who are we to say this is or this isn't? But I thought that was kind of cool. Uh, the church, if you see the video, um, the church congregation, there's a bunch of people with tattoos and people typically don't fit into mm-hmm. the church realm or the look. So I thought it was kind of cool. Yeah. It's like a castaway church or something. Yeah, my kind of church. <laughs> I feel comfortable there. Well, then, since you brought up witches, uh, witches fly on broomsticks on Halloween. Myth. Here's a myth that's partly true, this witch says. Okay. While witches don't technically fly on broomsticks, they do use flying ointment to elevate themselves to the astral plane, a spiritual place where witches connect and frolic. And the part about broomsticks, well, it's said that they were used to administer the flying ointment vaginally. Okay. (laughs) I was like, I never even thought about that. (laughs) That really surprised me. (laughs) Yeah. um, I'm sure it elevates them to another place. Yeah. Wow. Okay. And I could see why the witches be like, this one's true. This Mm. one's true. Yeah. (laughs) But when we were studying about witches, I did hear that a lot. Like the myth of them flying on broomsticks was uh, mostly like a drug induced or an astral. Right. They're, they're getting on the astral plane or, you know, projecting their spirit outside of their body is what, uh, most agreed on was the case. So, wow. That's quite a different take on the broomstick though. I was like, Holy yeah, cow. you got me off guard with that. one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then, uh, tattoos, temporary tattoos are not safe either. According to this urban legend that's been around since the 70s, drug dealers put LSD onto temporary tattoos. The reasoning, they're trying to get new customers by tricking unsuspecting kids into trying the drug. I remember that. I remember hearing I forgot about that one. And another variation of this tale adds that the LSD is laced with the deadly poison uh, strychnine, according to Snopes. There has never been a verified case of this actually happening, even though some schools occasionally send out warnings when the rumors resurface. And then same thing with candy, lollipops laced with LSD, too. Yeah, I, re- I remember the the tattoo thing. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm glad you said that. I completely forgot about that. But they were sending warnings about that. But now, fast forward to today, our youth are eating Tide Pods. Yeah, I know. Um, you don't. You don't need to even. You don't need Halloween. You don't need to poison them. No, wait stupid. for a day. They're doing it themselves. <laughs> exactly. Let <laughs> one do it. The challenge. Yeah, to call it a challenge. <laughs> and then it becomes popular. Man, could you imagine if some of these people now, these social media gurus, jumped on this stuff as a challenge? We're gonna see yeah. how many fake tattoos with LSD we can put on ourselves and mm-hmm. not die. Yeah. Or if like if you had that challenge. Back when we were kids, hey, I challenge you to eat this laundry soap. Right. But when we were kids, Nobody. we didn't say that. I dare you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I dare you to do it. Well, that one trick I did, I guess it could be a Halloween trick. Okay, so I grew up in Alaska. I got a hold of some chocolate-covered uh, moose nuggets. <laughs> and um, so I was like, okay, I got you know, I got two of these, you know. And um, so I'm pretending like... 
I'm <laughs> I'm pretending like I'm eating it in class. I'm just chewing it like, man, mm, mm, mm. and it's early in the morning. And I have one left. Like I just popped one. And this guy's like, let me, come on, let me have a, I go, this is my last one, dude. <laughs> you know, classroom is quiet, you know, teacher's teaching. So I was like, okay, whatever. So I gave it to him and he bit into that thing and it smelled like a freaking toilet. <laughs> <laughs> like it permeated because they were fresh, dude. And he, right when he'd been into it, he had bit and then he was going for the second one and he just stopped. He was just like, ah, uh, and <laughs> I gotta go to the bathroom, you know. So, of course, the teacher let him go because it stunk. Uh, and then another kid, um, who my wife thought I was, his name was, uh, Alan Dewey. And, uh, <laughs> this kid was kind of like off a little bit, you know, because, you know, back in the day, you didn't have special classes for everybody. Uh, everybody was just in together. Yeah. And, um, <clears throat> but he was there enough. He knew what was going on, you know, so it's his fault. So, <laughs> I like he, how you <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I gave him one. Man, he chomped that thing for like one, two, three chomps. I mean, it was in his teeth, like, you know, like coffee grounds. Do you feel bad about this? No, I don't. Not at all. No, because <laughs> people trick me with stuff. <laughs> this was back in the day. And then you see, were still friends with all of them. Okay. Now, see, they could make a horror movie about that. The kid was picked on this and that. You grow up, go back and get all these kids. It would be a, it'd be a Halloween movie now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So they tricked you. How'd they get you? Oh, I, I don't I don't know, not n nothing to that degree. That was the best. Oh, you you topped it. Yeah, I topped it with the chocolate covered mustards. Wow. So I'll never take candy from you <laughs> <laughs> ever. Well, yeah, I got I give out good stuff uh, on Halloween. So kids come to my house. Yeah, no chocolates. <laughs> oh yeah, that's my favorite. <laughs> that is my favorite. It is trick or treat. Fair enough. Oh yeah, true. I did the trick. You did the trick. So I didn't you're, even think about that. So you're I'm, fine. I'm exonerated from that. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. So I do remember you said that a buddy of mine. We were adults already. His uh, little girl's birthday fell around Halloween, and he got a bunch of uh, uh, I don't know if he said caramel or caramel. How do you say it? Yeah. Uh -huh. And apples, which I love them. Candy apples and those, oh, oh yeah, they're so good. I love it. But he did a bunch of those and gave them out to everybody. But they weren't apples. They were onions. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So he dipped all the onions in the stick and people would bite them. And, uh, White onion? Yeah, or, gross. Yeah. And, okay, if I saw you do that, I'm like, oh, man, you got it from there. I'm like, oh, everybody was trying theirs. Like, oh, you mean after they knew yeah. it was an onion, they're like, I'm biting into this thing. Yeah, like, me too. <laughs> no way did that that's happen to me too. <laughs> and they're all doing it. And I said, you got them good. They just they keep doing it. And he goes, it's funny. Yeah. You thought with one being like, throw them all away. But they all thought, well, let me check mine now. And that I, I didn't take it because that's gross. But. Do you think I could get away with that this year if I bought some onions for trick-or-treaters? Yes. And, and did, I mean, and it would be okay. I wouldn't get in trouble. No, because it's trick or treat. Well, unless they're allergic to it and oh, man. something weird. You know goes. what? That would be perfect for work. For work? I Take brought it. three caramel apples. Anybody that wants them, these. this is what's left. Do, Do it. that. Do that. Put it in the briefing room for the employees or put it in our okay. break room. But don't waste it. Cut it into the wedges. 
and dip the wedges. Oh yeah. So they can just take a big chomp. Oh yeah. Because nobody rarely, but little ones. Oh It's like yeah. a big chomp. They got the whole onion oh, in their mouth. Oh yeah, that's so good. Uh-huh. I want to do it. Do it and videotape it. Well, I don't know if I could video. I mean, if I'm standing there with a video, I mean, it would just bring me pleasure to know that you. I go out there and there's four pieces gone and and throw up in the trash, you know. <laughs> a hot onion, yeah. Put some chili inside that sucker, yeah. Then dip it. Oh yes, I'm gonna have to have my wife make those for me. Do it. Okay, I'll, I'll try it. At least one. Yeah, if you do it, I'll pay for the apples and the caramel, caramel. caramel. No, it's onions. Onion, sorry, yes, yeah, onion, onions. sorry. Uh, see, even I'm already thinking it's yeah. not ready to eat it. You're trying to make it good. I'd show up and go, oh, look. Yeah. And even though it says, from you, I'd be, oh, oh he got me. Mm-hmm. Even though we had this discussion. Yes. That's funny. I think you should do it. Well, if anybody has any gross or, you know, tricks, that's what I would want to know, tricks. I, don't, I want to know some good tricks stories from yeah. Trick or Treat that you've done. Even if they're, you know destructive back when you were a kid or something because you know you're not going to get in trouble for it now time's passed yeah it's over yeah you're You're good good. so send those to podcast13 at gmail.com like subscribe share and give us a five star review until next time